Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Brittany Smith, and welcome to the first edition of my ETC Project broadcast. The topic of tonight's broadcast will be the concept development teaching model from the Nathan Chin second edition book, Technology in the Classroom for Now and the Future. In tonight's topic, I will be talking about what it is, how to effectively use the model while teaching, and also tips on how to use it. So starting off on what the concept development model is, it is essentially building off a basis of prior knowledge that your students have on the concept that you're going to be teaching them. An example of this would be teaching the history behind Thanksgiving. Everyone knows that it's in November and that it has to do with family and the pilgrims, but they're going to need a little bit more knowledge if you're going to test them on the subject. So, how to go about using the concept development teaching model. When you use this model in teaching, what you want to do is you want to go ahead and make a brainstorm. So a brainstorm is essentially a list of what your kids already know that you want to write down that has to do with your concept. So in the book, the example that was used for this brainstorm is Romeo and Juliet. The students gave their prior knowledge of what they already knew. So they gave things like the main characters, really big plot events, and who wrote it. This is a great way to know what you need to focus on in your subject and in your unit. So that way, you won't spend more time teaching the kids what they already know, and you can teach them things that they need to know or are hazy on in understanding. My first tip when using the brainstorming method while doing the concept teaching model is to make sure that your students do have a basis of prior knowledge before you use this model. If they don't, however, what you can do is use this model as a closure activity. A closure activity is something that you do at the end of your unit to kind of tie in all of your loose ends and make sure that everyone is on the same level of understanding. Now that your students have given you their basis of prior knowledge on your concept and you've completed the first part of the brainstorming activity, which is writing down what they already know, you want to go ahead and teach your lesson in its entirety. At the end of teaching your unit or lesson, what you want to go ahead and do is pull up the brainstorm again and then add to it with what the students now know. As you've done that, what you want to go ahead and do is when you have finished, you want to go ahead and ask questions like, why was this added? Can someone explain why they put this there, added this? So that way everyone is on the same level of understanding with everything that is in the brainstorm and nobody is confused about what has been added.
Now that you've completed the final part of your brainstorm activity, you can do a multitude of things with your brainstorm. What I suggest doing first is either printing out or emailing the completed brainstorm to all of your students so that way everyone has a copy of what has already been done. Now that that's been accomplished, there are a couple of things that you can do, and these things are going to depend on the grade level of students you have and what type of students you have. So I'm going to start with the younger students. So if you made a brainstorm with kids either through pre-K to about third grade, your brainstorm is not going to be as long as someone who has done it with students in fourth grade or up, and that's okay. That's perfectly fine. But what you're going to do is, now that this is done, you want to go ahead and help your students group everything together so that way they know where everything goes and why that's there. With your older students, you can go ahead and let them do this by themselves. You can even put them in groups and assign them certain things or certain groups that they need to be in to group all of the things that are on your brainstorm. For instance, you could have a group of students who are working on things like settings or main characters or big plot events. This is going to give your students a great way to make sure that they really understand what is on that brainstorm. So my next tip, now that your students have grouped together, the topics on your brainstorm is giving them choices on what to do with those groups. This is a great way for your students who aren't so good at reading comprehension or things like that to be creative. So depending on the group that they have, if they have something like settings, you can go ahead and give them an activity where they can either draw or build or even create the different types of settings that are in the group that they made for their brainstorm. With your younger students, you can go ahead and give them manipulatives or maybe hands-on activities to showcase the knowledge that they have. This is a great way for your students to get out of their comfort zone if something like a group brainstorm was easy for them and a great way for your students who were out of their comfort zone with that type of activity to shine in this instance. Lastly, I'm going to talk about how this method works with different types of students. What I mean by different types of students is students that are either ESL or bilingual. This method is a great way for you as a teacher to understand your students a little more. What I mean is, with this type of model, you can go ahead and ask the students to add things that they are familiar with. For instance, you can add students to add things from their specific culture, words that mean the same things in their language that they do in English, or words to pull from, and things of that sort. This is a great way for you as a teacher to be more familiar with your students and their home language and culture to make them feel comfortable, but also to give you a basis of how they understand what you're teaching them. Because 
if they can give you things that are on the same level of understanding of what you've just taught that shows that they understand the material. So my last tip and our ending note for our broadcast tonight is to have fun with your students and this model. This model is a great way for your students to be interactive and have lots of fun while learning a new concept. So I hope that all of this information was super helpful for lots of new teachers and students. And thank you so much for tuning in. Have a good night.